Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at doyouconvert.com. All right. She thought we had already talked about it and we did. Everyone knows now <laughs> the, the building certainty uh, by Julie has been written, but I was like, no, the people need a full interview of just you. There's not an audio book currently, right? No, not an audio book. Well, so for those uh, of, of those, those people in the audience who are more like my kids prepping for school by listening to their mm-hmm. books they're supposed to read over the summer. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. But some people might need some more like uh, insight in an audio format in order to encourage them to do something that apparently no one does anymore, which is actually read a book. <laughs> well, I love it. Well, this is fun. I've never done it from this side. I mean, obviously, I'm on the podcast pretty regularly, but never in this seat before uh, where you're interviewing, I guess, me. So this is First of all, um, we have to celebrate, and I think we did this a couple of times on social media, but people are buying your book. Uh, Yes. Whether they read it and implement it, you know, fingers Mm -hmm. crossed, hopefully you do Mm because it'll be good for your business and good for your career. But people are buying the book. It's already it's already fantastically successful. Number one in Amazon under real estate for new releases, I think, for mm-hmm. something a while. like that. So, Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I, I like the fact that you get equally nervous discussing such things as I do. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I know, I know. Well, it's a world like um I you I don't know if some people know. I used to write fiction. Um so I have fiction books out, but this is this feels different. So this has been fun and it's been fun seeing people say, oh, I bought multiple copies for my team. I, um, it's just, it's been fun and the support has been great. Yeah. All right. Well, let the hot seat begin. The pleasantries are over. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> my main question for you is there are nine, ten, ten chapters in the book. Mm-hmm. Are there a couple chapters where you feel like um, not not the ones that are your favorite to write or you you learn the most when you're researching or looking into something, but that you feel like people need, like uh, a lot of times, um, a little more context. When you work with 80 different home builders around the country, people are always like, how do you know what to talk about? Or, and it's like, cause we just, you can tell what people mm-hmm. need. This was definitely something that people, uh, needed, but what are there particular chapters that you think people need more than, more than others when you look at what, what folks are doing in today's landscape? Sure. One is the, probably the shortest chapter. Well, except for the last one, just kind of worksheet. But um, chapter five um, is all about like, what do we prioritize? I think what we see with a lot of builders that we're like, hey, how's content going? And they're like, because it encompasses so much. And then they just don't know which of those many things that are out there should I actually be working on. So it's about how to assess what you're currently doing, look at the needs of the company, look at what's out there in the future and how to actually figure out like, okay, what do we actually need to focus on right now? And what do we need to start putting into place for the future? So that's kind of a short, quick chapter, but it's also helping them focus in on out of all these things we've talked about in the book, what what do I do first? Yeah. I think if you focus on those things that are most important, then you can start building momentum. And a lot of times people just get stuck 
like I talked to someone yesterday. Like, well, we we partner with a company right now to help us create content. I talk to them for a half hour, and then four or five weeks later, they'll give me something in writing about what we talked about. And she's just like, it just feels so slow and hard, and it doesn't seem like this is the right right way to be going about it. So, I think we need to send them a copy of the book. It'll be helpful. <laughs> but I agree. I think people don't. They're often <clears throat> disillusioned by response to content out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, I go. I always go back to you know, the podcast regularly now gets 500 listeners per episode or so, uh, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less. I think the first like six months, well, first two months anyway that we did the podcast, there was like 30 to 50 people. And you're like, is all this worth it? All this you know, prep and getting the technology in place and all the rest. So if you focus on what's most important and the reason why it's most important, hopefully it gives you momentum to keep going. So I, I love that one. Is there another one? That you like? Yeah, I think just the beginning of the book that kind of lays out what is content, why do we need it, and just kind of a foundation, because it is a word that people throw around. And so some people, when they think of content, they think of social media. And some people think of content, and they're just thinking renderings and photos on my site. But it's all of those things and more. And I think I'm a very um, analytical person. I like a list. So in a way, a lot of the beginning of the book was just breaking things down into pieces where even if some of these things you just know from being in your role, it also is seeing it all in a structure of what topics are we going to cover? What mediums are we going to use? You know, photos, videos, whatever. How are we going to distribute it? Then how are we going to analyze it? It just kind of lays it down in a framework um, that you can start wrapping your arms around because it's just large. Yeah. Yeah. I think chapter two could have been its own like book in a way as well, which is just what topic should we cover, mm-hmm. which I thought you might say that one, but here's, here's my answer anyway, why number two is extremely important and useful, but I wouldn't have picked it either is the answer really is stop thinking that everything around you is boring or mundane and just relent to the fact that you need to talk about it all. You need to have content related to everything. So in chapter two, Starts on page 22, ends on page 46, and has, uh, I mean, the table of contents anyway alone. There's two and a half pages of things you can talk about. So that's that's like excuse wiped away. There is no excuse of, well, we don't have anything to talk about. We're just uh, fill in the blank. We're just a first-time home builder, and all these people say this to us. Well, I'll, I only build 20 luxury homes a year. Well, I only build on your lot. And it's like, stop saying only. It's all yeah. interesting to, to a certain audience. And the reason I included all of those too is because I think we get stuck in one thing like, oh, I've done a million walkthroughs of my homes and I've done a million testimonials. It's like there's other, you can take the same things and take a different angle at them. I think the real magic that comes in all these topics is when you start combining more than one topic. So if you want to feature a floor plan, well, how about also grab you know, people who've lived in that floor plan and you're mixing the people, the homeowners and the floor plan. So a lot of it is just like kind of laying all those topics out on the table. So then you can start mix and matching. And um, instead of having to use your mental capacity to think of those topics, you can start using that creativity to then put together new and unique things to solve your problems and engage yeah. customers and all those good things. And I think the fact that people go down that habitual path is a clue to actually the right answer with some with some nudging to get out of a rut is 
Like I remember your former employer, there was just a period of time where like every, I don't know, it seemed like every couple of days or once a week, there was a Matterport walkthrough with an audio example. And you went through a whole bunch of that, that library because you developed a process and a framework mm -hmm. and a strategy and a why. And once that momentum got going, it was relatively easy to keep it going. And I think that's what I really enjoy about the book is it kind of unlocks that, yeah, just do that, but on a, on a different tangent from a different perspective or for a different purpose. Again, like the same piece of content, the same advertising channel can be used for multiple reasons. And I, mm -hmm. I go to my generally least fit, one of my least fit, favorite forms of media in billboards of a billboard can be a complete brand message or it can be a turn right here message. The neighborhood's right around the corner. It's the same, it's the same platform, but used for a different purpose and that, that changes everything about uh, how you're thinking about it. Same thing when it comes to content. Am I trying to educate someone? Am I trying to motivate someone? Am I trying to just not be boring because this is a complex subject and I need to break it into pieces that people want to absorb? Um, I think it's just a fantastic, fantastic resource. Now, I can't remember if I asked you this on the podcast or not, but it's worth asking again. When you wrote this, did you envision people going through it from beginning to end first and then using it as a resource uh, to, to kind of skip back around where you need it? Because it is, I would say it's very <clears throat> snackable in that sense of like, again, you're like, I don't have time to read 130 pages. Yeah, I, I really have two ways I think about it being used. Number one, somebody who's been in their role for a long time, they know what content is, but they just need that little bit of like inspiration and, um, you know, to get them unstuck, like you said. And that way it would be very good to just grab the pieces you need and flipping through it as you're, you know, you're stuck on something to possibly spark something. Um, that's one reason I left the whole when somebody uh, was helping me with the formatting. They put that whole huge table of contents in. And at first I was going to remove it. And then I was like, you know what? It's actually going to be really helpful for somebody because it almost works like an index. It's like an index at the first of the book. Um, because if they are struggling with maybe some storytelling content and they're wanting to get ideas for that, they can go straight to that part to talk more about their people and their company and their culture and all of those things. Then on the other hand, it's also going to be a good resource for somebody comes in new to your department from another industry and you just need to get them up and running. Like you're our new social media person, but I've never been in home building. I feel like it also will give those people just a good foundation to read it cover to cover. Um, and just, you know, have a beginning place of this is, this is the basics of content and where to start and where to start looking. And it just gets them up and going faster. So I think it does, um, more than one thing. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, as you as you were just talking, I was remembering uh, the dummies books, the series oh, yeah. of books for dummies. Oh, and it's yellow, and it's also yellow. yellow so I was like, you know what? This is almost like content marketing for dummies, not mm -hmm. not in like the condescending sense of the word, but there were certain topics where I would buy those books. For those of you uh, who, like the other day, someone didn't know the song um, "Ice Ice Baby" by Vanilla Ice, so I'm constantly reminded of how old I am. Uh, the Dummies series was on every topic known to man, and it was kind of like in textbook format, but it, it tried to be entertaining as much as possible around every subject matter. But there were there were some of those that I would buy, like um, calculus for dummies in college. That was clearly just like I need I need a supplemental 
look for, at that topic, go read it. Okay, I'm good. It was a reference piece for me. And then there were others where um, you just, from cover to cover, you're like, I just need to start at the beginning and be led all the way through. And the same book could be used in either way. So I think that's important. Okay, why the name Building Certainty? Oh, well, I totally ripped that off from Kevin Oakley. He was given. Um, he was fully given. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he promised he wouldn't sue me for that. So um, <laughs> I think it was Summit um, a couple of years ago. 2019. Um, and part of your message uh, was, what is marketing? It's building certainty through content. So um, we were looking at, at content and marketing from that, from that viewpoint. So then when I started working on a book and started working on titles, I just took took that for you and i think right now um it is always what content should do but right now more than ever in the markets that we've been in is that's what we have to use it for um yeah it's the basics of like what do we build where do we build it what does it cost that's that's number one you need to have that your website needs to have the basics that's number one of content if you don't no, have i think that, it's worth it's worth repeating uh, mm -hmm. slightly differently for everyone is Pricing on your website is content that builds certainty in one direction or another. And so even something as mundane as um, you know, some companies have every price end in a nine zero nine five, like even that there, there needs to be thought put into it. I used to joke with people all the time, you know, when you just, when every price change or adjustment, this is in 2008, 2009, 2010, when we would publicly change pricing to match market uh, versus promotions, I'd be like, you can't just, Every price change can't be 10 grand or five grand or 15 because what that clearly communicates to someone uh, paying attention or even subconsciously is someone just went, you know, sticks their finger up in there and go, I think yeah. 10,000 less. Like, why is it always a round number? Round numbers are too convenient in something as complicated as what we do. So, just one, one small example of everything is content that can build certainty. Yeah, all the basic stuff, and then just building certainty with with the rest of it, the story building, you know, um, telling your story, talking about your brand, all of that in the end isn't just to talk about yourself because nobody cares. Nobody cares about your brand and your what they care about is that um, you know you're going to take care of them and that you're going to solve their problems. So it's looking at all your content from that different angle than it's just. You know, I'm going to slap something up there about us. It has to be about the home buyer. Absolutely. I think like the other day, um, my brother-in-law is in town from Sweden and he's, he's watching um, all of the cruise ship documentary things on the on Smithsonian Channel. And I saw ads for the first time in a while on television. And it was just every time there's a commercial break, X chair, X chair, X chair, which if you don't know what X chair is, it's just an office chair. And it's, from all accounts, like I, I love the chair that I have. It's fantastic. I, I have no desire for additional chair. But they talk about this chair in words and in depth that my brother-in-law was just like, have you seen this chair? This chair is like the best chair in the world. I go, I mean, it looks like it's cheap materials with a massage and heat function to me. And, it's char and they're charging like triple what they should. But it, it just goes back to that, the care, like that is a lot of times what people are thinking of that what they want marketing to do is to increase absorption, increase the sales volume of a company. 
But there are a lot of people listening where your company is not really in that game. Your company's in the business of maximizing revenue per unit sold or margin. It's a higher end uh, product. And so if you're talking about, like if you're, can you imagine buying something from, uh, what's like the cheapest furniture? Uh, Ikea? Yeah, like, well, yes. I, and Ikea is unique in that they've really over-indexed in the amount of content to help people understand what it is they're getting in a digital format in particular. They're one of the first to have like AR show this thing in your house, mm -hmm. but we can still use Ikea. If you were going to buy a sofa from Ikea or a sofa from Pottery Barn or, um, I don't know, Henredon, like if the amount of written content and imagery and the quality of such is on par, you would never buy it. Mm -hmm. you know, it's only the, the overall, and I think that's the other word that I, I think if I want to suggest book number two is uh, in the series of content is, is something around the idea of curation because that's, I just, I think that more and more that is, um, that's what five chapter five is really about is like, why, why this and not that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's, it's both breadth and depth, but also curating it, uh, for an intended audience with an intended purpose. Yeah. I mean, I think the book is proof that there's plenty of talk, plenty of things to talk about, plenty of ways to do it. It's then um, taking a step back and looking at what's most important for your home buyer and what's most important for the home builder for whatever, where you are in the, in the market. Um, so I think that's what I see with builders. Sometimes they're jumping out in front of things, trying to do content before just pausing. It doesn't have to be a big, huge thing, pausing, thinking through messaging, thinking through the final goal, look at the, what is the goal of this content and then working backwards yeah. um, through creating it. And I think one of the final like master level things to, to uncover and understand is that sometimes you're creating content as a marketing team that's not for you at all, meaning it's not for the website really it, and everything should be there. But um, I would say a good portion of the content I created in my career prior to to coming over to do you convert was creating content specifically for the use of, of others in a one-to-one -one interaction framework. Here is, here is content that helps a salesperson overcome a specific objection as a proof source, as a packaged curated solution to an objection that they need some help overcoming. It's not, it's not, it's almost usually not the broadest possible audience that you can, you can reach because it's hard to do that really, really well. And this is where I'm thinking about people like Tilson who have done such a good job really going narrow and deep in their subject matter to create a really loyal and, and devoted audience of what they're doing. I mean, kind of on that, on that same realm, what I'll also see is people who create a great piece of content and then it goes out in one specific place for one specific moment. And it's like, why? Like, I see this. This is great. Did you send it out in an email? Did you give it to your sales team? Is it somewhere on your website? You know, it's just using those great things you guys create in more places so more people get eyes on them. Yeah, the number of times we still hear, like, where is this on your website? Oh, it's not. It's just on our YouTube channel or just on, on Instagram. And we're like, huh? Wait, what? That's, yeah, yeah. That is, that's strange. 
still still some challenges to overcome. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, we look forward to uh, giving a copy of this to everyone who's coming to the summit. 350 additional uh, copies there. Julie will uh, be around to sign and engage, and you're going to talk <laughs> a little bit more about the book as well. Um, so yeah, yeah we, this is this is a big one. I I've had now seven people, I think, just that I didn't even know that they were buying it. They just send me a picture. I, is there a contest going on that I don't know? Why are people sending me pictures of them no. holding your book? Do they not, <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they need your number. But they're like, know. look, I got it. This is awesome. I'm like, great. Tell Julie. I'm glad they're excited. Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. All right. Well, thank you from the industry for, for spending all the time and energy to put this together. We need it. Yeah. Thank you. And most of all, as I was writing it, really the only goal was to add some value for it to be something that you guys could use and be home builder specific. I've read a ton of marketing books and content books. It's like, well, that's cool, but doesn't really fit. So really, um, that's all it's for is just for, for you all to get some, get some good use out of it. Yeah. So we can't wait to see all the stuff that people make mm -hmm. with this yes. little, uh, friendly kick in the tush mm -hmm. uh, from the book. No excuse. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Go get your copy. Link in the show notes. Uh, tell us how you're using it as well. To, we can uh, share that with others and give them ideas of, of how you're using it. I have heard of book clubs and, and uh, the like. I don't know. There's some other term there that I'm missing, but people are doing it in, in little groups too, which is fun to see. All right. Yep. Thanks, Julie. All right. This was fun. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Market Proof Marketing. Can't wait for the next one or looking to connect with other new home marketers? Become a member of our private community, DYC All Access, which is 100% free and always will be. Get exclusive content not shared anywhere else, access to private events, and the ability to join a marketing impact group with other marketers like you around the country. Visit our link in the show notes or members.doyouconvert.com to join. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peek, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof. <laughs> <laughs>